Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Mark Henry have three must-listen-to guests. One, the boot heard around the world. That's right. J.C. Jane's boot to Gigi's face on NXT. We talk to JC Jane right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Also, we talk to your new AEW World Tag Team Champions, The Guns. And we talk to two-time WWE Hall of Famer Booker T right now on the Busted Open Podcast. JC Jane, for a first time ever here on Busted Open, thank you so much for the time, and it's a pleasure to have you on this morning. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I am too. And me and Mark have a lot of questions for you. But the first thing I want to do is, A, congratulate you and thank you at the same time. We always talk about this business is all about moments and memories. And you created a moment and a memory that's going to be talked about 10 15, 20, 25 years down the road. Like, just talk about that moment that you created last week on NXT. Um, Man, it was sweet. Uh, I feel like it was a long time coming, that moment. We kind of were teasing it for a while, but nobody knew when it was going to explode. And I think we just kept trying to trick, 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 trick. And we had you in the palm of our hands. And then, bam, there it is. It was a cool moment. Wow. Um, speaking of I, speaking of Bam, like <laughs> the the kick heard around the world. That's right. The boot heard around the world. Listen, how, how does it feel though to have the the mainstream attention of the whole world of pro wrestling to have your name on the lips of every announcer, of every radio show, every podcast, every interaction on social media? Like, how how, how does that feel? Uh, crazy, really surreal. Because I feel like being in Toxic Attraction, I was kind of always a third wheel. You know, everybody always talked about Mandy. She's been here for so long. Everybody always watches everything she does. And then you have Gigi, who had a huge name on the indies before she came to NXT. And everybody kind of looked at me and was like, well, who the hell is that girl? So now for everybody to actually be paying attention and have my name in their mouths, and now I'm the talk of the town, like, that's huge for me. That's all I've wanted for a really long time. So I'm happy about it. 
Yeah, and you should you. be. And and and, J- and JC, and the one thing you know, I love Toxic Attraction. That was one of the best factions ever to come out of NXT, if not the best to ever come out of NXT. But I feel like you were a little underappreciated. You were a little underrated on the microphone. You were kind of, in a lot of ways, the leader on the microphone. A lot of what we saw play out storyline-wise, you were the one that was doing most of the talking. And then in the ring, I think you proved how great you were long before what we saw you know, at Vengeance Day, but you really proved it in that match as well. Like, do you feel like, not just that moment, but even recently, that you're starting to get your due, that that people are, you know, understanding where you're coming from and your hard work is is finally paying off? Yeah, I think recently I've been starting to get more credit for everything, um, Mm -hmm. especially, honestly, after Mandy left. Like, as sad as that whole situation was, and, you know, we tried to make the most of it going forward, I feel like that kind of helps me break out of this toxic attraction shell. Like now people were paying attention to me more and listening to what I had to say. And I do think it's been, you know, I haven't gotten a lot of credit while we are all together, but now I'm starting to show my character and how much I've grown over the last year and a half, two years. So I think this was like, honestly, my breakout moment, even at Vengeance Day, it was kind of sink or swim for us. Like now you're on your own. You have to prove that you can do it by yourself. So I went into that match with that mind frame. Like you need to kill this performance because if not, you don't know what's going to happen going forward. You know, I always see that there's truth in the, every promo that people cut. And the the thing that was the most um in your face to me is when you said that it was never about us like it was about me and how much reality and how much uh how much of that was just vibrata because you wanted to let people know that you know I'm I'm somebody too and everybody's going to feel my wrath. How much was real and how much was um, for for the fans? Well, obviously I was trying to make a statement. And so when we were doing it, I wanted the cameras to get close to me to hear what I had to say in that moment. Um, I feel like a lot of that was real. Like obviously in this business, you need to at some point be selfish and put yourself first to get to that yes, next you level. Do. And I want to be on that next level. I want people to take me seriously and see me as a heavy hitter in the women's division. So, you know, that's what I did. I wanted to make a statement. I wanted to make an impact. And I did it in the best way I knew how. Okay. Can I give you some wrestling advice? Please. Everybody you work with from now on, I want you to say, hey, sometimes you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. And I'm willing to take as much as I'm willing to give. When you own it and and tell people, hey, I, I'm I I like the fact that people can't see through what we do. Like that's gonna be, I mean, like very beneficial to you because I love your style, and I feel like that you're gonna be one of those people that people will go. Woo, man, I love working with her, but whoo, I love it when it's over. So put that out there up front. Let them know. Yeah, make it as 
trying to make it as real as possible so people don't know was that supposed to happen what oh that looked a little rough i don't know but hey, know nothing i'm, exactly. ta- I'm just talking to you Hand- handle that business absolutely <laughs> business when i, I go it. out there i want you all to know that so what were you feeling in that moment with that kick? Like you, you're, you're, you're in the ring with Bailey, who's an NXT legend and somebody who's a huge superstar in the WWE, you know, fans are thinking something is going to happen here. Is something going to happen here? They really don't know, you know? So like, what was going through your head in that moment when, when you had that boot? So, I actually didn't really know much going into that day. They were kind of very hush-hush about everything happening. Um, all I really knew was I was going to be on Ding Dong Hello. So that's a lot of pressure having Bailey come back. Yeah. It was the first time she even had that show in, I think, like two years. And it was also the first time it was ever in front of a live audience because that was always done during the pandemic era. So I feel like there was a lot of pressure going into that alone and then kind of getting Sean's blessing to redo some history there. That was, that's a big deal for me. I didn't want to mess it up. I didn't want to screw up. I wanted to make a memory. And I think everybody knew toxic attraction was going to explode soon, but to make it memorable, we had to go big. So we wanted it to be vicious. We wanted it to be memorable. We wanted people to talk about it, not just something like, oh, that was that was a good segment. Yeah, whatever. Now they're by themselves. Like, no, we want people to remember this and be like, oh, this is a new coming for two new superstars on a solo route. So it's a big deal. Y'all killed it. Well, well, now, Mark and JC, I want to hear from JC. Like, now I'm tuning in tomorrow night to NXT because I want to hear from you. I want to I want yeah. to hear what's going on in your mind, what's going on in your head, what plans you have for the future in NXT. Like, like JC, like, I know you were saying before that you kind of felt like a third wheel. Like, that's all in the past now because it's everybody over. everybody who's tuning in to NXT tomorrow night is going to be tuning in to hear what you – have to say like that's gotta feel good yeah that's that's what i mean i feel like this was really my breakout moment to where now all eyes are on me and i have the control to make my own destiny going forward and obviously i want to be at the top of the division so whoever i have to step on to get there i'm gonna do that i love it <laughs> conviction <laughs> dave confidence and we talk about it. women's divisions. We talk about it in, in all different companies, all different shows. It's amazing to me when you look at NXT and you look at JC, you look at Gigi, you look at Cora Jade, you look at, you know, Roxanne Perez. This is a real strong women's division right now on NXT. Maybe one of the best women's division in all of wrestling. And for this to be a show where it's like, in a lot of ways, the next big star. You have a lot of stars right now on NXT on Tuesday night. Yeah, the competition is, it's hard. There's a lot of talent here, Um, not just in the ring, but a lot of personalities. A lot of people just want to know what's going to happen with the women's division. You know, I feel like we all kind of work together. Obviously, it's a competition, but it takes two to tango. So we all try to keep each other going and we all want to 
not only be the future, but we want to be the now. We want to be the next Sasha's and Charlotte's and Becky's and main event WrestleMania one day. Like that's our goal. That's my goal at least. Damn. Um, so yeah, it is a hard field that we're in right now, but I love it. I thrive in competition. So the better the competitors bring them my way. I want to learn from the best. I want to be with the best. It's a great attitude. Now we just saw the chiefs win the super bowl last night and the chiefs, you know, are celebrating probably right now as we speak after winning the super bowl, but that only lasts for a certain amount of time. Then they start thinking about next season and what they're going to do next season. Like you had a moment. It's an amazing moment. Maybe one of the greatest NXT moments ever last week, if not the best moment in NXT ever, in my opinion, when do you stop thinking about that moment and start thinking about what's next? Honestly, right as the show is over, like it's over, it's done. We're now looking to next week. You know, you can't redo anything that you've just done. You just have to keep moving forward. And I've always said, like, if you stay ready, then you don't have to get ready. So I just Amen. try to keep, oh, just keep going, stay as ready as possible for whatever they're going to throw at me next and just keep building on what I've already done. I love it. Dave, you're going to get in trouble. Why? Because you rattled off a list of the ladies' names at NXT, and you didn't mention Zoe Stark, and you know how she is. I love She's Zoe Stark. I, I listen. I had to stop She's at a certain kick point. Your ass. I love Zoe Stark. Don't get me in trouble, Mark, because you know I'm a big fan I'm of Zoe saying, Stark. I'm, I'm a big man, fan of I, NXT. I want period. Be, I'm trying to mention her now so she don't come after me. I always. <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm passing the heat. That's what you're calling in wrestling. Passing the heat. All right, well, when Zoe Stark has a moment like J.C. Jane did last week, then I'll mention Zoe Stark. That's Ooh, right. shots fired. Oh, my God, what are you doing? J.C., right? Am I right or wrong? Absolutely. Like, you know, this is there you go. J.C. Jane time. What the hell? There you go. This is thank you. This is Jason. When Zoe Stark is a guest on this show, then obviously she'll get all my praise. But this is JC's time now. JC, thank you again for the time. When you're not wrestling, and obviously this takes a lot of your life. This takes so much of your time. What do you like to do when you're not actually in the ring and you're not training? What do you like to do? I love going to concerts. I love listening to live music seeing bands from like the 80s 90s like that's my favorite thing to do a nice night oh, out wow. of all right What'd so you what think your... about the super bowl last night rihanna's performance at halftime uh, it was good i don't think it was the best halftime show that i've ever seen but no, i mean she looked prince she did look good. good and she was pregnant for crying out loud nobody knew until afterwards she was uh she was pregnant confirmed? out there is it confirmed she's pregnant Oh yeah, and that's what the that's what the internet says, and I always internet. believe everything I read on the internet. Um, J- JC, uh, best co- best concert you ever been to? It was ACDC, but Axl Rose was filling in as the lead singer. It was amazing. Wow. Okay. Wow. I I, I love it. I'm a big ACDC fan. So yeah, uh, J- JC. First of all, th- first it means a lot to me and to us. That uh, you listen to the show. Thank, thank you so much for yeah. for taking the time out to listen to the show. And we are big fans of you. We're big fans of NXT. And man, that was one hell of a moment. I know that's just 
one of many that you're going to have in your career. And I can't wait to talk about all of them here on Busted Open. So, JC, thanks for that. And thank you for giving us your time this morning. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I love you guys. All right. NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your new AEW World Tag Team Champions, Austin and Colton Gunn. Gentlemen, how are you this morning? And first and foremost, congratulations. Can you hear me or see me? <laughs> I, Col- I yes. can see, I can hear and see both of you. So you know what? Can Colton, we turn the... Can we, can well, we turn a, the so, don't even worry it about it. Yeah, it does, don't even worry Look about it. Look at that. Look um, at that. Can you see that? Can you see yes. that? Yes, sir. Yeah. Is that okay. high depth? Yeah. Let me yeah. keep that right there. All right. That is the world tag team. But let me start. All right, Colton, let me start with you. Because yes, that that was a moment last Wednesday. You've you've been good enough. Both of you have been good enough to join us here on Busted Open before. And it's tremendous to see how much you guys have grown inside and outside the ring and taking advantage of moments and what was that moment like for you last Wednesday to capture those championship titles? I mean, it was the greatest moment of my life ever since I got, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I've only been wrestling for two years. I was wow. on TV after eight weeks of training. My first match on TV was against Sting. Like I am, I'm, I don't know. I'm really good at this. And then to have that, my one goal was just to win the tag team championships with my brother and I did that. And another thing is me and Austin have been broken away from my dad, like four to six months, something like that. We've had maybe 10 TV matches together, maybe. And we're already champions. Like people are like, oh, this is the peak. Like this isn't even the beginning for me and Austin. And I just want to reiterate that and let people not forget that, that we've only been doing this for, like I said, like less than 10 TV matches. So, but that moment was Awesome. I mean, we're champions, and you can't take that away from us. You can't Again, take it away. Yep, you can't. And congratulations. And Austin, you know, quickly to you, because I know Mark has a lot <clears throat> of questions for both of you. But Austin, uh, to see those jaws drop on Wednesday night, like that crowd was completely stunned. And I'm not just saying this to you both, but I actually said this on the show Thursday morning. The closest thing I can compare that reaction to was when The Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30. Like, that's the type of emotion that I saw from that crowd Wednesday night for you. So what was it like for you to cause that kind of emotion from a crowd like you guys were able to do on Wednesday night? Oh, 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 I'm just so sick of not being handed or given our flowers. Like Colton has been in this business for two years. Every time we step out of that curtain, everybody on Twitter is always like, oh, the guns are so boring. I can't get behind them. Oh my gosh, they're not even good at wrestling. And then every time we go out there, I can't even hear Colton over the ass boy chants and the way we have them in the palm of our hand. So when that one, two, three, and Bowens doesn't kick out, 
everybody. I look over the crowd and everybody's like, oh my God, my favorite tag team. No, not the acclaimed. Oh no. That, that is the best moment. Oh, I can't even sleep. I still think about it. It's, it's, it's one of the best moments I've ever had in my wrestling career, hearing the hush and the silent over the crowd, which followed by bullshit chants. While me and Colton raising the titles high on the stage, looking over the thing, just embracing the bullshit chance, just soaking that in. That is what I love. I love seeing them. I love seeing them just in, in shock because we're taking over. We're the head of this division. We now have the tag team title belt. Come get them. Come get them. We're the best to ever do this. Second generation, up and coming, AEW superstars. Name a young team that's better than the guns. There isn't. There's nobody. Nobody that can touch us. Well, I, 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 I believe mm -hmm. that hearing it from you because I know you believe that in the way that you put that across. My question is, is how do you intend to keep these titles um, without all of the extras? Um, eventually, you will get caught if you try to use the titles as a weapon, like what is your plan on keeping these titles without all the extra stuff going on? Whoa, 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 whoa. Where the where extras? What are you talking extra about? <laughs> the extra stuff. We beat the acclaimed fair and square. There wasn't any wanna, extras. Any no, team can come get it. Nobody like, got hit with a title. I didn't no, no, see no, hold anything. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. See how quick you are, Mark, to point your fingers at the guns. What about Billy Gunn rushing into the ring and getting himself involved in the match? Oh, you're, 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 you're good guys. Be acclaimed. And then dad comes in and tries to ruin the entire thing when he promised to stay in the back. What? Is that Why what are you happened? Your fingers at us. What are you putting your fingers at us for? Uh, what about listen, Billy? You, you, that's is, your boy. That's Billy, your boy. Listen, he's, I, I love Bill. We have a long, long story career and it's, it's no secret that, you know, I don't feel like y'all are the kid of the year award contenders. We don't have to be. You know what we are, though? AEW Tag Team Champions. And I feel like if your kids won the Tag Team Championship, you should be happy for them. That's a kid of the year award. We did great right? things. Your son has accomplished so many great things. Aren't you happy for him? Why isn't dad happy for us? Right? We're, no, we're happy kids for of the year. That's, that's a good question. That's a good I haven't question. gotten one text. I haven't gotten one phone call from dad. Colton either. That's wrong. Wow. I mean, I, I would think that this would could be a, a, a bridge to mend the relationship between father and sons. I got to be honest with you, Mark. I got to I got to agree with Austin and, and, and Colton here. Like, I really do, because after a moment like they had this past Wednesday, this is the perfect opportunity for Billy Gunn to pick up the phone, call his sons, mend this relationship, because success breeds this. And to not send a text, to not to not place a phone call of congratulations, I mean that's showing more love for the acclaimed than his own sons. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta side with the guns on this one, Mark. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, looking at it that direction, um, win, lose, or draw, I would have called my kid and said, Hey, I don't agree how it happened, but congratulations. And maybe maybe Billy has some explaining to do, Dave. 
Well, I mean, he doesn't have to explain anything to us, but he does have to explain it to his sons. And this is where I'll ask Colton and this and Mark, no, no, no offense to you because you know how much I respect you and what you're doing at AEW. But but I have to say, Colton, I want to get your take. There are a lot of veterans like Mark in the back. There's a lot of people that have relationships with your dad. Do you feel like you're getting respect, not just from fans, but from the people who actually work within AEW? Do do you feel like it's almost like an us-against-them situation with you two? Um, I don't know if it's an us-against-them thing. Everyone in the back knows how good we are and how talented we are. They can see that. So... And everyone is close with my dad, so it's a very weird dynamic. But, I mean, we just keep doing what we're doing because – but everyone knows. Everyone knows that we're good and that we're the future of this tag team division. So, I mean, there's not really much you can say. Austin, do you feel the same way? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just still going back to, like, I'd still – me and Colton still haven't been given our flowers. Like, when we first started – we asked everybody for opinions. We, we reached out to coaches. Mark Henry would sit down, work on our promos. We would work on in-ring work. Hey, how can we do this better? How can we do that better? And then when we separated from dad, it was a weird energy backstage. So me and Colton looked at each other and goes, okay, wow. okay. All the veterans want to turn their back on us. We'll keep doing what we're doing. Oh, we're not the new team that does tope suicidas and 450s off the top rope. You know what else works that I learned from my dad? Punching somebody in the mouth. Punches, kicks, keep it simple. Let's do our thing because what we've been doing over the two years that we've been wrestling together has worked. So we stayed with the formula. And sure enough, sure enough, it paid off last Wednesday when we faced the acclaim. It's as simple as that. We've learned from our favorite veterans and the people that we considered our uncles, Big Show, Mark Henry, all the people that we grew up backstage idolizing and and just looking up to. And then when they turn their backs on us, all we have to do is take all the knowledge that they taught us in the past, just apply it to apply it to the future. Now, I have not turned my back, guys. I, I'm just saying I, I like for y'all to work it out. I like the peace. I mean, in my old age, I, I don't want the war anymore. And I, I just want to find a, a happy place for you and your dad to to get together again. I mean, he had work- he had multiple he had multiple times, multiple times. Me and Colton during the therapy session addressed a lot of sensitive stuff, a lot of personal stuff. We aired our dirty laundry for the whole world to see. Sure enough, the fans were like, "Oh, the, Billy Gunn's the good guy here." I don't know what you're talking about. And then mm. when we had the confrontation the following week on Dynamite, I said some stuff that I would only tell him personally, trying to get him to once realize that he turned his back on his own sons. And then sure enough, he had one opportunity when he involved himself in the match last Wednesday on Dynamite. He had one opportunity while he was helping Bowens up. He had one opportunity to make the right decision once more. And he chose wrong. Once again, he chose wrong. And listen, I, I, I feel bad. I think it's terrible. I, I, I'm, I, like Mark, hope that you guys commend your relationship with your father. Also, I want to be the first one to give you guys your flowers because you deserve it. You're the champions. And, you know, with championship titles come the spoils. And this is where, listen, I've never been a pro wrestler. I've never been a champion. But if I could give you some advice, I'll try to give it to you right now. There's going to be a lot of people now 
that are going to want to jump on the bandwagon. There's going to be a lot of people now that see that championship gold around your waist and are going to want to jump on the bandwagon. Case in point is somebody who works on this show, and I think you're both familiar with her, Gabby, our very own Gabby Laspisa, who's a big part of this show, one of our producers on this show. Just a couple weeks ago, when she was booking to get somebody on the show, she had the opportunity to put the guns on. She passed. But as soon as you guys won those tag titles last yeah, week, I got a phone call not five yeah. minutes after the show saying, Dave, we got to get the guns on busted open. So obviously, you know, I just want to put that out there because Gabby has been all about this last week getting you guys on the show. So, again, thank you for coming on. Hey. Yeah, no problem. And I want everyone to keep that same energy, like that same hateful energy. Just keep it like don't switch up now. Like we are like we we are the best. We are the champs. A, it, I want everyone to keep just keep hating. Like don't pretend that you like us now because we're champions. Case in point, Gabby, like she's don't don't talk to us, Gabby. Yeah, yeah. It's a Drake quote. If you're reading this or you're listening to this podcast right now, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Sorry. Bye. Sorry. Welcome to the I, gun I, show. I apologize. <laughs> uh, guys, seriously, uh, congratulations. I can't wait to see what you're going to do next. And I do hope you mend this relationship. But if you don't, you guys did it on your own. You're, your tag team, you're the tag team champions. I'm giving you the flowers. And I can't wait to watch AEW Dynamite this Wednesday to see exactly what you're going to do at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Austin Colton, thanks again for the time this morning. That depends if we show up, because from now on, we do what we want. Okay. We're done chasing. We're in charge now. Well, again, thank you for coming on the show, because you didn't have to. So thank you for coming on the show as tag team champions. Guys, thank you so much for the time this morning. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. All right. Austin and Colton Gunn. Looks like there's been enough talk. (laughs) It's time for the gun show. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. 
With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hi everybody, Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports. NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. One of the greatest athletes of all time joins us right here. Uh, two-time Hall of Famer, uh, Booker T. Sir, thank you so much for giving us your time this morning and, and appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, man, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it, man. I'm having, having a great time getting up this morning, uh, getting ready to get some work done. I'm, I'm up. I'm an early bird, man. I'm up. I'm up. I'm like 6 o'clock in the morning like my my grandfather, Naaman James. God rest his soul. Hey, hey, shut that dog up, man. Somebody shut that dog up. But uh, but no, nah, man, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm having fun. What, what are we talking about today, man? What y'all talking well, there's about? a there's a lot we can get into. Obviously, it's Black History Month here in February. Reality of wrestling, uh, NXT. There's there's always a lot to talk to you about. First and foremost, let me say you look in great physical condition. You look like even though you said you're not going to, you look like Ooh. right now you could step into the ring and have a WrestleMania main event. So uh, let, let me say that. But but when you hear that, when you hear uh, Black History Month, and obviously you have a voice by being a pro wrestler, by being a celebrity, by being an athlete, what do you think of when you hear that? Now, obviously it's something that should be celebrated every month, not just in February. But what's the first thing that you think of when you hear Black History Month? You know, uh, just that that one word, man, history, you know, uh, being able to be a part of, you know, history. And um, that's something, fortunately, um, I've been able to be a part of, you know, those history making moments along the way. And it's been great. You know, um, you know, one 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 title you didn't put on there uh, for me is, you know, promoter, um, black promoter as well. Um, I take a lot of pride in being a, a black promoter out there in the in, in the wrestling world, in this wrestling industry, it hadn't been a whole lot of us. And to be able to produce something really, really special for me, which is reality of wrestling, um, man, it's so awesome to be able to actually be a part of, you know, that that American dream, you know what I mean? My wife, Charmel, it's, it's just the beginning, man. Um, you know, the career was awesome. It was awesome. Had a great time. Um, but the work is not over. We still... Yet, yet got so much work still to be done. Book, uh, man, I, I, I put you in the same class as Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd was the first uh, black booker in pro wrestling. He did a lot of first uh, for uh, African-American uh, pro wrestling enthusiasts. Uh, and you followed suit and, 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 and done a lot of those things. 
One, I want to ask you, what's what's the most proud thing that you've done uh, outside of your wrestling career as well as talking about business? And then the other thing is I, I, I want to let people know that Booker is not only a black a walking black history moment, but uh, one of the best stories in pro wrestling, battling from adversity, battling from where he came to who he is today is inspiring. Like uh, I'm waiting on the hardback book. When is the book book coming out? That's the no, title. Man. It's the no, book book. Uh, no, the book is uh, actually that book is uh, you know it's, it's out. Uh, hold on one second. Hold on. Uh, I'll be one, one second. See, we inspired him to go, Dave, and get the book book. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, uh, I lose lose sight of you guys right there real quick. But uh, there it is, right there. It's called uh, Booker T. Um, let me make that is from prison to promise from prison to promise. Um, there it is. You can get it. Uh, where, where, um, where can um, we go, get it? Go, go to realityarresting.com. Um, uh, Amazon, anywhere, you know, you can pick it up uh, from prison to promise. That's my story. That's my life story right there, man. Um, that's, that's the, um, the real, the real deal as far as why I came from the struggle, no wrestling or anything like that at all. Um, but, just being able to go through it and then see light, you know, like young kids, a lot of times they're just getting that whirlwind they get caught up sometime and they feel like, you know, life is, you know, that that's what life was meant to be for them, you know, but if you just keep walking towards that light, you know what I mean? And, and that light might break, brighten up and man, you might get to that end of that tunnel. And that's what my story is about. And these young kids, they see me on television. I've done a whole lot but I walk in those same shoes that they walk through um, on a daily basis. You know what I mean? And you just got to try to figure life out because life is the right. hardest thing you're ever going to have to deal with in life. What Outside of, of your career, your in ring, uh, now that you're a promoter, easy, now man. that you're an owner easy. of a company, what is the yeah. thing that you're the most proud of? I mean, uh, building reality and wrestling uh, from the ground um, has been, Awesome, man. We started in 2005, um, and we are 100% sole owners of Reality of Wrestling. And we produce so many students that's out there right now. You know, even at AEW, Sammy Guevara. You know, he's one of you know one of my kids. You know, um, I'm so proud of Roxanne Perez to be 20 years old. Started at 16 uh, in my school, and now she's worldwide, um, internationally known, a household name. You know, so I'm more proud of that. Those accomplishments, I think, than any accomplishment that I ever I ever had. Uh, uh, you know, individually. Well, I want to I want to thank you as as a pro wrestling historian and, and as a fan. I want to thank you for keeping you know Houston wrestling alive. You know, you know, yeah. with starting with Paul Bosch and then you bringing that legacy forward of of Houston wrestling and and again the pride of coming from reality of wrestling and now we're seeing it uh, in major organizations like you said with AEW and with the WWE and and that's the future right there we need more of that because if i'm if i'm an aspiring pro wrestler I would make the move to Houston and go and be a part of reality of wrestling. Cause yeah. who better to learn from than from you? 
Hey man, I'm working on my uh, my my third ring, um, coach of the year. You know, coach of the decade, <laughs> star maker. You know what I mean? I want to be the star maker, man. And the thing is, we done it very quietly, man. We don't we don't make a whole lot of noise. Um, but but like you said, um, um, there a second ago, I do represent. Paul Bosch. I wear the ring of Paul Bosch. I, I don't have it on right now, unfortunately, because I'm getting ready to go to the gym um, um, here in a bit. But um, I do represent everything that Paul Bosch embodied, and that was making stars, man. And reality of wrestling, it's not like any indie wrestling promotion out there. You know, we're not you know, trying to hoard talent or anything like that. We're trying to find the best talent. We like the AAA of professional wrestling. We want to find those guys and get them to the major leagues. And we want to try to get them there as quick as we possibly can, but with the most experience and knowledge at the same time, because that's what this business has been founded on. Still a lot of these young kids out there running around um, right now, but I give a guy like MJF so much credit because he uses mind game. You know what I mean? He's a puppet master as far as making the fans feel a certain way and that's what this business is truly truly all about well you're you're a mentor to many uh especially guys i know uh i i, I want to congratulate you on the influence that you have over african-american talent as well as all of wrestling all people uh love booker t and oh, yeah. um you know this is this is your your moment your time to shine um, so I say this from one uh, historically uh, and, a, and positively black wrestler that I want to that I think. Hey Mark, I think we're losing you. I think we're losing. You're, you're getting a, a bad internet connection. I apologize, but your internet um, is is a little weak right now. And we you know, but I, but I, but I get the message. What he was saying was yeah. he 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 uh, you know definitely gonna give you know perhaps the greatest you know wrestler that ever did it his props. <laughs> <laughs> you're him. I think that I think that's what he said. <laughs> I you know, he's smiling, so I'm not going to take words out of Mark Henry's mouth. Um, you know, you know, Booker, for somebody who's done it all, and obviously you have a lot of pride in what you're doing, reality yeah. of wrestling, and seeing your students succeed on the next level, I'm going to give you a lot of credit for what you did last week on NXT. We had J.C. Jane on earlier in the show, and that yeah. moment with J.C. Jane and Gigi was a moment. I believe that's a moment that's going to be – talked about 10, 15, 20 years from now. And and I'm going to say this, and I, and I say this with all respect because this man's a Hall of Famer and one of the greatest that's ever been able to be on the microphone, and that's Pat Summerall. And Pat Summerall had a gift of knowing when to lay out and not say a word. And you you were able to do that last week. Like, I'm sure a lot of people want to fill in and give their own identification and say something but you knew exactly when to lay out in a very special moment. Was that something that you did on purpose? Cause you definitely did that last Tuesday night. 
No, it was definitely um, purposeful because it's just like a match. You know, you gotta have you gotta have instinct um, when you're in a match. You gotta know when to actually move left, move right, uh, in order to make it you know feel a certain way when people are, are watching it. And the thing is, with uh, Gigi and JC, those were like the best of friends. And then something like that happened. You know, that there's no words really to be said in that moment right there. But whoa, that's it. So yep. you gotta say, you know what I mean? Whoa, man, that's it. Um, if you say anything more than that right there, there again, you're just being a filler. That's what I love about being in NXT. Um, those young guys, man, they go out there and they, they're so passionate about bringing the noise and bringing their work. Um, and, and it makes me feel a certain way about being able to call the action. Uh, I, I so love, you know, my job right now being a, a, a commentator in NXT uh, with, with those young guys, man, the Carmelo Hayes, you know, the Dragonauts, the T.E. McDonald's, man. Those guys get, those young guys, it's like reality wrestling, you know, since day one, it's been nothing but young guys. I, I always say, young guys, you know, we've said respect your elders for years. We said that, respect your elders for years, but we're on the stage now where we got to start saying, man, you got to respect your young people because they are taking us to the next level. They know all about this internet stuff. They know all about TikTok and all of that and you got to be you know capitalize off of it so for me to be there with those young guys and to be able to get new life man it's like bad bunny writing a song about booker T. oh he did write a song about booker t <laughs> <laughs> I know you him but i appreciate you guys man you got it and thank you so much for the time we appreciate you have a great day booyah i'll let you mark Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.